that's no moon. Hello there, and welcome to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. This actually is episode 22, and not what I said last time, because I was having a uh, a mare. Uh, My name is Cockles, and I am... Uh, I am the Senate. No, I am uh, your host for today uh, with a motley crew of, of legionnaire, legionnaires, um, not the unwell kind. Uh, firstly, let's introduce uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. The man who has gotten a dog, so people should be a little bit worried. Um, it is a very, very cute dog. It's Mr. Andrew Terrell. Hey. And I'm not eating it before anyone says anything. You can't eat anything <laughs> that cute. Liar. You can't eat anything that cute. It's, uh, it's there. Um, Should eat me ne- first. Next up uh, in the introductions, the man who uh, comes on uh, in, more infrequently than frequently. Uh, he produces our videos and is Mr. Video Man himself. It's Tom Smithy Smith. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Have you settled in on your moving house? Just about. There's still a lot of boxes and... Uh... My desk isn't set up, so I've I've been trying to build stuff sat on the sofa, which is a bit awkward. <laughs> you have the boxes for ages. Like I moved in two years ago, and I've still got boxes that I haven't unpacked. Don't say this because I'm moving out soon. I just don't want boxes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> My house isn't big enough. Um, to next up, boxes. I'm going to introduce our guest before I introduce our our other regular. Um, some know him as Mister France, but he is a man I was fully expecting. To have a different accent, Alex. How are you doing? I'm great. How about you? I'm well. See, not a French accent. What is this? Some sort of 1776 thing? You American siding with the French again? That sort of thing, or the French siding with Americans? That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they welcome me with open arms, and I've been here for about uh, eight years now. Nice. And is your your French speaking abilities parfait or merde? Uh, it depends. Um. Probably pretty bad, according okay. to French people. I think I think I'm pretty good. That's all right then. That's that's fine. But so uh, Alex is here as a guest. Here. We'll come back to you in a second because I'm going to swing around. Alex is here to talk Legion in France because you quite rightly so defended the the, the honor of France um, when Andy savagely assaulted it um, a few episodes ago. Uh, we'll remind everyone what happened then. You can we'll come back to it again. Last but not least to introduce, a man who made probably the wildest statement I've ever heard on this podcast ever by saying, I'm the most intelligent, most educated at lots of years. When he was, hold on, hold your horses. When you were in a podcast with Andy, who's been to uni, me, who's been to uni, and a teacher. And then only discover that you went to a freaking music performing arts school. That's not a university. That's, that's just DOS. And you've got a music degree. What is this? This is crazy. What is? This? Defend yourself. Come on. Right. I went to boarding school, which uh, is the which is the which is the key thing there, which is of a higher education because it's posher. And Andy's inbred. You're ginger, and Tom Tom's Tom. So what a <laughs> disappointment you are to your parents. You went oh. to private education, and then you went to a performing arts school. You are like the private school dropout. Oh, I, oh, man, <laughs> I, I, I disappointed that I disappointed my mum that much. She died. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I don't know how anyone can come back from that. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, that's my well. That's ruined my little joke for the past for the next few minutes. Then yeah. can't really can't really make any more jokes. Once blokes once once a man said, "Yeah, my mum's dead. Can't do anything else." <laughs> Just a get out of free jail card, isn't yeah, it? Really? Get out jail. Yeah, can't really do that now. But no, no, no. A man with a music degree said he was the most educated out of the, out of our four people on a previous show, and one of the other was a teacher, and the other one, me, was a teacher as well. So, uh, mate, outrageous statement. Your legion <laughs> skills above par. Fantastic. Can't disagree. Your education skills, well, well, well. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> well, uh, just in case, that's Ollie Dyer from Northampton, by the way. <laughs> How are you, Ollie? Are you all right? Yeah, not bad, mate. Yeah, all good. Oh, good. Yeah, not bad. It's been it's been a while. Um, it's been two weeks. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, I just need to get like that. It's been sitting in my head like most educated. Really, really. It's really it's really hitting there for you, though, isn't it? <laughs> it was be- it was because I think I think Austin was so offended uh, that he was very quiet throughout the rest of the show. I can't. He was so shocked that you would assume. No, no. That he... Austin was just doing his uh, his best Palpatine impression. Oh, I'll we re- didn't. I'll, I'll read a picture I sent into the group chat. We need to actually um, get that picture out because he was literally sitting there, very Palpatine esque, just like like leaning back, <laughs> fing- fingers all like, forming a little like teepee with his fingers. It was hilarious. Anyway, um, we'll come back to Alex for a second because I needed to get that off my chest and things. Like that. Alex. Um, Tell us a bit about yourself um, for the listeners at home. Who are you? What have you done? Why are you in France uh, when you clearly are uh, not uh, French and all this sorts of stuff? Uh, and what are you? What, who, who are you? What's your name? Where do you come from? That sort of thing. So my name's Alex. Uh, Cupcake Hunter on the Discord. People call me Cupcake a lot at tournaments. Uh, I moved to France in 2015 because I got really sick of living in America. And uh, I haven't gone back since. And I got back in. I got into Legion. I almost got the kill team, like, like 2019. And then I found the box of Legion and said, it was like, I like Star Wars way better than 40k. So, uh, got into Legion since then. Nobody played. So I started organizing demos for the game at, uh, at my LGS. And then I had to start organizing tournaments because that's like the logical next step. And you said that you, uh, you reside in Montpellier. Um, yes. And so for those people who aren't aware where Montpellier is, it's in France. But whereabouts in France is it? So it's in the south of France, uh, like a bit, two hours, three hours west of Marseille by car. Nice. Lovely part of the world. Um, where I, it was I, nice I know when it. I drove for it. Yeah, there you go. Oh, did, oh, hang on. Did you notice a sudden disappearance of, of canines in Montpellier as uh, recently? <laughs> the streets are a bit cleaner. There's a lot less. A lot less. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Oh, yeah. Everyone gets one. I, there's a lot less dog shit. <laughs> so what would be quite funny is what you could do is just say uh mered shin chien mered on just because in french because no one understands what that is that works out quite well um we probably only have one french listener and he's on the podcast yeah he's on yeah <laughs> no no no, no. no there there are several listeners in Aww, fact uh the guy the guy who first talked about coming on here wasn't me it was uh another guy who's very french oh i thought Oh, I was when this you, is why I don't do any of the communication because I get confused. In the very friendly national rivalry thing going on there, when you say very French, was he wearing a striped like vest with a t- moustache and smoking a cigarette and holding a baguette? Yeah. Uh, no, I guess when I say very French, they're just like. They're, they're you just, mean you know, actually like French? Like, yeah, like really French, <laughs> just like deep South France. <laughs> well, he's in the north, which is worse. <laughs> Oh, the old, the old switcheroo. And should, I, should I get it out there now and ask, is, is he an incel? No, no, he is. Uh, I think he's <laughs> married with children. 
Right. <laughs> you're the reason. You're the reason why the rest of Europe hates us, Andy. Well, I <laughs> things, like, like, things like that. <laughs> the whole topic is about that, so we might as well get get the ball rolling, right? Well, we'll get that. We'll get onto it in a bit. We'll, re- we'll recap. <laughs> we'll, we'll recap what was said just to, to 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 discover the national shame that you brought upon us. Um, but anyway, but first, as always, we would like to say a big thank you as a collective group. Tom, say thank you. Thank you. If you unmute yourself, you can do it. But there we go. I did no, unmute myself. I didn't hear oh. you say a word. Oh, but yeah. Well, so Tom, say thank you. Thank you. Ollie, say thank you. Thank you. Andy, thank, thank you. Thank you. That's to all of our Patreon supporters, of which are many. <laughs> for for without you, we cannot continue doing our, the 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 work that uh, whether it's good work, I don't know, but the work we do, um, the good work is done by Tom when he does the video stuff. So there. Uh, so without you guys, we can't really continue making the post. Uh, it's hard to continue doing the podcast and doing what we do with sponsorships and all and all this sort of stuff. So to you, we say thank you, and I'm going to make a quick. Uh, I'm going to make a quick thank you to the most recent subscribers, of which the, actually quite quite a few. Uh, so I will just bring them up when it decides to load. Here we go. So, uh, 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 Kevin Alexander, Annabelle Torres and Joshua Picaro, you, uh, uh, you are the most recent subscribers. We thank you very much for your support and look forward to speaking with you in the discord, uh, our discord, uh, server of which there is many a bit of banter going around. Um, the game where everyone tries to figure out where Ollie lives has stopped, which is quite upsetting. But hey ho, what can you do? Um, so thank you very much for those. If you're interested in supporting our, I, don't, I hesitate again to say good work, wonderful work, I don't know, our work, um, please go to patreon.com forward slash that's no moon uh, where you can uh, look up and help us out, that sort of thing. We, we actively sponsor some events. Shout outs for events, all this sort of stuff. We sponsor new apps like legionevents.app where people can find games. Uh, there'll be more on, it, more on that a little later. And uh, yeah, lots of other things and all that jazz. One. Um, moving on. Alex, a few weeks ago, um, Andy brought national shame uh, to the podcast uh, where he said that all of France uh, were incels. We had to put a diplomatic statement out, uh, and I'd said it in French. Um, whether it was pronounced correctly or not, um, I don't know. Uh, we had to put that to re- refute and say, actually, Andy doesn't speak for all of us. He he doesn't really eat dogs. He may do, but we can't confirm. Uh, and we apologise on his behalf for his inbred thinking. Um, you're here to talk and say, hey, actually, in France, we do let people in. We just don't let you lot in. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that that's basically the story. If you speak French, you're more than welcome at any tournament in France. So that excludes non-French speaking people. Well, that's only because right, Andy. they don't speak English. Right. Um, that's right, I think for small local ones. Um, like I, I don't see ever an issue with that because obviously you, you care more about your local community than expanding it to the wider <clears throat> legion community. But when you've got the size of events that you're talking about, I don't see how you like. I don't see why you can't play legion without speaking in any language whatsoever. Because I've played uh, a Polish gentleman, and his his friend came over to me and was like, "By the way, your opponent doesn't speak any English." I was like, "Cool." <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> and it did work out uh, really well because I just like when you normally just go oh, oh, aim shoot, you just say it, don't you? Like you don't bother getting your aim token out unless you're clones because there it does matter. Um, and I, uh, I'd, I'd physically grab the token, pull it down, then point at my unit, point at his unit, grab my attack <laughs> dice, and like. It seems silly, but it, like there's no language needed. I'd still, I was still saying things. He didn't have a clue what I was saying, obviously. And I, when he was talking to me, he was doing the same. He was saying all the same things in Polish. I was like, I'm just assuming you're saying you're going to attack here, or <laughs> you could be calling me anything. But he was, yeah. I still think you could get away with not being able to speak the language. I think the only issue comes up if there's a, a rules dispute. Now I'm going to put a big burst down now. It is the height of very British. It is very British, and I'd, I'd probably argue, say, an American thing as well. If you don't mind, Alex, to, to assume to say, hey, everyone should just speak what we speak. It's a very. If we speak English, is what we assume everyone else does. It's one of those I don't think that at all. things. I know it just happens to be. It's not. I'm saying that we saying we do. It's just one of those subconscious things that we just go, hey, everyone speaks English. We think. Oh, um, yeah. it's one of those like you can't help but fall into it traps. Um, I mean, we, we managed to play a game with Ollie and it, it worked. Uh, we just about understand him. So, I think my question, and I think some of the wider community questions, um, I think we understand the first year of you being like French exclusive um, for your. Um, there's, there is a name for the actual event, isn't there? The big main one that this that we're talking about. Yeah, so it's, it's called the Championnat de France. That one, yep. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to try and butcher that. Um, so I think, obviously, the first year, it was definitely 100% French exclusivity, wasn't it? Was that held in just um, Calais area? Yeah, well, uh, no, so that was the Open. Uh, that was the mm. Open du Nord, and that was open to anybody. But the the, the first French championship uh, happened during in between lockdowns. Okay. That's why. So that's why it was all French, because no one was allowed to cross the borders yet. Yeah, Again, makes perfect sense, fits the situation and time. Um, but then the next one, and I, I, I'd also assume this latest one, like no one seems to reach out from France. And I know obviously I, I reach out to you and speak to you quite a bit and we've mm-hmm. uh, exchanged um, promos and stuff. But that's about as far as I've ever had conversations. I never see like, hey, World Open Qualifier event in the generic Facebook Legion. Is it? that the French don't use or like they don't really use the international discord nor the nor the the Facebook um, like if you were to look at statistics actually I looked up statistics before this podcast uh, mm. people in French in France only 39% speak English and it's not uh-huh. like that's not that many no so what do you use to communicate all your events then for people, for everyone who lives in France? Unfortunately, I'm stuck using the same thing that all the other French people use, which is uh, T3. Yep. Yeah. It's oh, okay, yeah. but like... Man, for those of us who don't know, for those of us who don't know, what is T3? It's a tabletoptournaments.net. Yeah, TTT. Ah, okay. That's It's like the old TTO, but I think most of Europe use it. Um, don't they? Does it do actual pairings as well? I've never... No, it does not. It only it's only for uh, signing up for tournaments and mm. and publishing results. Oh, okay. So there's no. It doesn't do pairings. You still have to do. What, so what does France use for its pairings then? Oh, game uplink. Oh, okay, so you're not using long chunks. Okay. Wonderful. 
That's good. Um, so you don't have a, like a, a French Discord? Like uh, there is a UK Discord. I mean, it's not very popular. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> I think you find the UK Discord is pretty much now turning into the That's No Moon Discord. Oh minus, yeah, completely. Minus Ellis. <laughs> Ellis has his own Discord with four hundred people in it. But, but who needs that dodgy character? <laughs> um, but yeah, so if they don't use Facebook, is there like a place that, as the French community, like to reach out to them who do listen to this podcast? Um, where do you like have your list discussions or things like that? Then, so we do have a, a French Discord, and there are mm. two French Facebook groups. Okay, because uh, there was a bit of a uh, French community drama there. So, <laughs> oh, go on, tell us. <laughs> no, gossip, gossip, gossip. <laughs> uh, it's just one guy who was the first one to make the group. Also owns a game store. Okay. And so, if you ever advertise anything, like you get banned from that group. So now there's two groups. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why there'd be drama around. That. A bit, 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 bit picky, bit picky. So I guess really what Andy is boiling down to is, we really want to see more French players come to the UK. And we'd love to, and because you make some awesome wine, I say, we'd love to go over to France, drink it, and play Legion at the same time. Um, so this is what we want to say because it, we were talking about this. Uh, I can't remember who else was on the show, but I think we all. I think it was all of us. Yeah, it was. I think it was all of us. Andy, Tom, and me, and Ollie. With the power of France, Germany, Poland, Britain, Spain, and Italy, we could put forward a case to AMG and say, uh, uh, uh. Worlds, worlds should be, shouldn't just be. Not saying shouldn't be, shouldn't just be a US-based tournament. It should be, if possible, and because of the the audience and the player player uh, ability and all this sort of stuff, it should be a, a, a truly world tournament by moving around to different nations where possible. I would completely accept if they went one in three in Europe because they're an American company. All this sort of stuff, I'd kind of accept it. I would be, I'd be a little bit annoyed. But I, I I don't expect it to go one country to another country every single time. Yeah, yeah, but cockles. Why does it matter to you? You'll never be going. <laughs> <laughs> because because I'm a man of the people. Uh, not I'm not the I'm not the elitist or uh, the, the, the elite that you are. I can't. Bow down, I bow down to your ability. Sorry, I can't be the best. It's the closest <laughs> he'd get because he'd be able to go to the last chance qualifier, and it wouldn't cost him an arm and a leg, and then he could feel like he was at Worlds, but not actually get there. Okay, no, you know, you know what? I'll, I'll let you have that one, little cockles. Don't you worry, mate. <laughs> little cockles. That's my son, not me. Uh, uh, that's, um, mi- that, that's, mi- that, that's mini cockles. Ah, oh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, back back on track. Um, yeah, so we want, so we basically want to hear, we want to hear more good stuff from France and all this sorts of stuff because we want to be able to say to AMG and say, look, bring over you, bring over worlds. And as someone, as Tom said, like. Star Wars Celebration rotates. Do something similar with uh, Star Wars Legion and or and or the other games that they do, um, because again, I'm sure there's a a continental clamour for potentially Shatterpoint as time goes on. Um, MCP, Armada, X Wing, etc., etc., etc. Andy, um, yeah, I think obviously what you're saying is exactly what we also led on to after my original whinge, but. I think it's also something to commend the French as well with your the, the size of the tournaments because they've grown quicker than I think any other country. I think probably I'd say you're the, obviously the biggest in the world, I think, as well, which is a, an amazing achievement to have. 
um, and then behind LVO and World World Championship itself, I think Poland's just behind that, which means you've got two of the biggest. So out of the top three events in the world, you've got two of them in Europe. Because um, I think Poland was ninety something that they're and they're expecting over a hundred on their next event. Um, I've, I've been told, and I obviously think... the only two events that are bigger than that are Worlds, the French one, and um, LVO. So, but yeah, I mean MKGT is right behind it. But w- when you're talking France with um, 152, is that you're currently at? Um, yes, that's the, it. Yeah, and then. Poland with a hundred and England just slightly trailing behind. That's amazing. Like, but France, I think, has exploded a lot quicker with the size of your events and organizing all of that terrain, the venue, and everything. So, I think, as much as I, I might whinge that you kind of don't advertise, I, I'm also very excited at how that helps the community as well. So, I think there is so, a. Oh, go on, Alex. Go on. I was just going to say, that's part of why I'm here, is to share with you our new plans for tournaments where we want everyone to come from the international. Because we heard that podcast, and I shared that message with a lot of the other people uh, on the French Discord. Um, And one people really... Did they swear swear about us? Did they say, ah, the bloody Ross Beef's at it again, that sort of thing? Oh, sorry. So I didn't actually share the part about eating dogs, nor about us all being incels. I shared the part about where you guys said that uh, Worlds should be held, you know, periodically here in Europe. And uh, everyone's behind that idea. And uh, that's also part of why we started to open up international tournaments and stop being so closed off. That's fair. But, the, the, well, I have one. Well, what? So obviously you're opening up this tournament and things like that. So where? So tell us about. But tell us more about Legion of France in terms of things. Is it is the meta similar to what we've got going on in, as Europe in a whole, or is it more because it's been more, uh, more because it's been more purely a French thing with French based players? Has it been purely? Uh, have they been doing lots of Dave Grant style things of like get their own brain power thing going on, doing their own little crazy stuff? What's tell us about the French meta and what's going on and who who does well and. Tell us about some good painters. Tell us and all that sort of stuff. Tell us about. Tell us the good stuff. Go on. Okay. Well, yeah. Wow. Uh, the meta is kind of its little world apart. Uh, the French Championship for 2022. The guy who won it is is a well known guy amongst figuring gamers in France. Basically, what he does is he like plays one game, becomes a national champion, and then starts playing another game. And uh, he's done that with uh, Warhammer Battle uh, with Middle Earth. Um, uh, he did he did some other game between Middle Earth and then switching to Legion. So then he switched to Legion, and you know, first year he ever went to the championship, he won. Uh, and then we have, ah, we have also, that's pretty impressive just to go from game system to game system and just win. That's that's kind of what he does. It's like it's it's his thing. Uh, I've actually I never really had a conversation with him, uh, despite like helping to to organize the championship and being there while he played his game, so I can't talk much about him, but uh, he's like a big gamer for, for tabletop game. So where and, is the big, where is the big, uh, like, core of Legion players? Is it more northern France and Paris and Lille and all that bit, or is it, like, Marseille and the South? Yeah, I gotta say, it's, it's closer to... Is there to, a big divide or that sort of thing? I'd say that most of the players are in the, at least most of the bigger events are around Paris. That's where we have, you know, the infrastructure in place, you know, to be able to uh, how do you say this? 
Um, like there are there are like clubs and like cities provide club rooms to like clubs. So like if you have a you know a figurine gaming club, a miniature gaming club, you guys can apply to the city hall to like get a room just for your club. And so like that's actually like super common in all of the cities in France. That's amazing. <laughs> so that that's how like we have like small groups like just holding you know local tournaments. But then there are also some can apply to rent like there's like a revolving you know shared uh you know like, what's the word in english like you know there's like uh rooms where you have parties but like you know the, the gaming clubs they'll rent like a it. village hall kind of town hall kind of thing yeah and so like the, the game the clubs will rent it and they'll just like they'll have a tournament for a weekend and that's what that's what the championship uh, the french championship is that's brilliant i like that everyone have a crap that sort of thing yeah it's that's why we pay so much taxes. Oh, that well, there, there is the drawback for that one, but uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, Ollie, you had a question. Um, yeah, so w- what is the meta in France at the moment? So, o- o- over here, we have a mixture of the empires tanking. Um, obviously, you've got my blizzard that's still knocking about. Um, droid seems to be making a comeback with General Grievous. Um, a mix like Asajj, Cad Bane. Uh, you've still got like double bounty rebels are in the are in the ground, similar to Shadow Collective, um, and I think Republic are also doing quite well with your occasional five hundred first, but generally sort of Anakin Padme pikes. So uh, before I answer that question, when will this podcast be released? Uh, it will come out tomorrow which is the third it'll be either on the 12th or 13th of september so it'll be very quickly from when we're recording ah man that's because i have i have actually the statistics for all of the lists do it uh for the, the championship but i can't i can't release it until oh until yeah you can't saturday morning uh well i'll tell you what when uh when you've got the stats send them over on the old facebooky thing and then we can say like hey this is Following up from our podcast, this is what the stats are. People can be interested. There you go. And just to need to, want to give credit where it's due, uh, Andrew suggested that I reach out to Der Kater, Der, Der Kater, the Christoph the guy. Christoph. Chris, that's his name? Christoph is his name, yep. He yeah, is, he's, so, our, he's our stato. Oh, yeah, Christoph Trojanowski. Yeah, he's the guy who did it all for us. I, I gave yeah. him a, a, a file with all the lists inside, and he gave me these amazing, beautiful statistics that we're just waiting to share with everybody. They're amazing, like absolutely, like the depth he goes to is—it's more than you can write an article about in some ways. Um, and at the moment, uh, we are collaborating on an article as well. Me and him, based, he's given me a shed loads of stats, um, and it's a, like a breakdown between faction win rates at events and um like the battle force win rates etc and unit takes so it's there's so much there that as i say me and him are starting to talk about to write an article up about all of this um so things like your event where it just generates it in so quick as well like it's impressive really <laughs> so. yeah well I, I helped him uh figure out how to get those lists immediately instead of running his his uh his little what do you call it his scraper Mm. So, because there's actually, well, actually, I probably shouldn't share it about Game Up Link, so I'll keep that to myself. No, no, no. It's but, fine. but it, it'll, it'll become <laughs> even faster in the future now because he he has a new trick up his sleeve. Ah, nice. 
but okay, you guys asked about the meta, the meta, and so the meta in France is a little bit different. Uh, last year at the championship, it was Anakin. No, it was not Anakin. It was Yoda Pikes that won uh, for out of a 122 player tournament, and there was like a a brief blip on some podcast that like talked about it, and they said, yeah, it was unexpected because An- or Yoda wasn't the meta at that point last year, which is what, October last year, I think. Um, and since then, actually, the majority of lists, well, not majority, the plurality of lists are uh, clones. And so it's not, it's not, Empire's not the most represented. And the commanders that I'm seeing are not the commanders I was expecting. So I, I will share that about this year. Uh, for the meta. Oh, this is interesting. I'm just, uh, I, it's surprising that in a world where, as and now, uh, this is going to be a rare occasion where I'm, Ollie is, seems to have cracked it and has done very well uh, with finding the bright Blizzard Force, having played it nearly 3,572 times. And now people are starting to play it elsewhere. So Ollie is the Blizzard Force trendsetter and has. But as everyone has been saying, he's like, oh, oh Vader, oh, Vader. Ollie's going, no, Commander Vader. And now he's been proved right. There's your Ollie compliment for the episode. Um, given that that existed and has existed for a while, as in Blizzard Force, that sort of stuff, is it surprising that that's not um, quite prevalent in France? Uh, it wasn't. Pr- it was not prevalent last year, and it is not at all prevalent this year. I, c- I can share those statistics because those ones have been are basically public. Uh, out of what we have, there's uh, only five Blizzard Force lists in all of the 152 players. Wow, that's that's what. Even That's at its peak, it wasn't popular. Like, or by obviously peak, obviously looking outside of France, you just. Uh, I think around January, people were playing Blizzard Force here in France, and but there were no big tournaments between like January and the release of Dark Troopers, and then Dark Troopers were just really annoying, and they were present in all the tournaments from like April on. See that? See that surprised me because with, with with Blizzard, it's one of those lists where you you don't you're not hindered at all for taking heavy impact. So I think at range three, my list is impact sixteen. Um, That's which you know it's it's four bikes each with impact two, and then it's two HRUs with rockets and DLTs. So that's impact four to each of those units, um, and that was I mean I I took it to I took that list to worlds. To go against dark troopers played zero dark troopers uh, <laughs> um but it you know it, it helped me hugely in fact i think it was a it was my game against austin in round five of worlds where he was an invader lap and i just managed to tank the lap in i think it was two turns in the end but yeah that's a, it's really surprising because because blizzard itself i mean it's an answer to pretty much anything because it's a toolbox army but specifically to armor i'm really surprised That's, I'm still yeah. blown. I'm still blown away by the fact there's only, as you said, five, like was it five out of 122. That still makes me go really? 152. 152. Sorry. Oh, I mean, even I mean, that's it. It's just like, uh, that's crazy. Um, that's what. So, does that mean that we're seeing? And I use the word jank. I don't mean jank. But does that mean you seen? You said about the plurality. Does that mean? But are you seeing lots of the same, but not, but not Blizzard? Or are you seeing genuinely? 
a wide variance of everything. And you've just said that you're seeing commanders that you're not expecting to see. So is that included in that? So you're seeing, say, I want to say nearly one of everything in in, in some form. Uh, let me, I'm trying to look at, at the, the stats that Christoph sent me and also not share too much at the same time. Yeah, we, I will, uh, we'll be... Refrain from yet. Refrain from what what's upcoming, but go with what what has been, if that makes sense. Uh, so what has been? Uh, it was like Fader Dubacks was big last year. Um, was that was that big in England? The Vader Dubac uh, list archetype. Yeah, I think Vader Vader Double Jews. I think was the one that sort of came out a bit. Yeah, it still kicks around a little bit now. Like now mm-hmm. and again, you'll probably have one or two of them at a tournament still. So that was that was the other uh, the big like menace last year. Uh, this year, hmm, uh, just lots of clones and of course lots of empire. And I guess actually, sorry, I said that clones is the plurality, but actually it's not. It's it's empire, and clones is right behind it. I was I was not counting the battle forces for empire. So. And what about um, have you seen tempest make an impact yet? Uh, let's not see obviously here. talking about what's going to happen in terms of the tournament coming up, but I'm like, have you seen it? Have people been playing it, talking about it, that sort of thing? Well, people have been talking about it a lot, but I think people aren't really that hyped on Tempest Force here in France. Uh, recent tournaments um, hasn't been making a big splash. Same for Ewoks. Uh, Ewoks, uh, I've never seen Ewoks played. I've seen Ewok armies painted, but nobody's wanted to play them. Really? That's again. That's what's surprising because it's kind of like they're a what's the word I'm thinking of? They're a Star Wars staple. They're people. They're pop. They're popular in the in in the films and all this sort of stuff. So people over here, particularly certain individuals, not naming any names, Andreas, uh, basically went all in and uh, and and went all Ewok, full Ewok, and um, and took and then immediately took them to events. And admittedly, they aren't the most competitive army. However, if played correctly and played well, they can still do damage and, and surprise a few people. I mean, it came, was it 19th, Andy, MKGT, the 96? Yep. So, and that's a, so it was at the highest base Rebel as well at the same time, wasn't it? Yep. So it goes to show that Rebels are A, in a bad spot, but Ewoks are all right. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I agree about Rebels being in a bad spot. Uh, it's They've got like a couple, one or two archetypes that are viable competitively but it's just it's not fun because you're, you're all playing the same stuff if you if you're being competitive so um obviously shadow collective we haven't really touched on too much and tom is our resident shadow collective i want to say expert but he's the he's the he's the more frequent player of all of us out of the shadow collective um is it tom you you know shadow collective what's the thing what's the shadow collective like uh not meta, but what's the the, the, the the typical list going on here at the moment over here or, or, um, po- or has been popular? At the moment, it's kind of more core spam. Is It tends to be tends to be what I've seen the most, especially since Lila had uh, had her success with the Pink Suns. Seeing like like the bus with with Black Sun and Maul, like I feel like that's that's the main one that we've seen. Like if you have you seen much like Shadow Collective at all like in the tournaments? I feel like it's quite hard to it's quite a, a steep learning curve. Like you end up with lower activations and it's quite easy to get punched in the face <laughs> if you if you play it badly. 
so uh was that for me the response yeah well, <laughs> yeah shadow collective is not really i mean they're they're it's present in like the top eight there, i know one guy who is you know, one of the top players who plays it shadow collective is not very popular here in, in france uh pipe back after after the last championship because of the performance of pikes people were, were buying them up but after after the the points increase i have not really seen anybody play shadow collective and there's a, a 152 players for the championship this year there's only seven shadow collective that's have you seen much of the that? oh sorry go that's on percent just three and a half percent in it I was gonna say that's three and a half percent of uh, total players, like ish. Andy, what was the total, like the percentage for not for UK Shadow Collective? Mm, How many Shadow Collective out of ninety six? Slightly more than that. I think we had eight out of so ninety six. So we had about so eight eight percent. So seven point something percent. Yeah. Yeah, that's about a double for compared yeah. to them. Oh, interesting. Okay, uh, Tom. Sorry, go on. No, it's just. Did you see much of like the the mercenary core make it into into other lists? Like, obviously, you said that you haven't, you didn't see much dedicated shadow collective. Did you see much like many Pike units or Black Suns make it into into the other factions? Oh yeah, Pikes Pikes fan was everywhere last year, and uh, it was Yoda Pikes that won that won the championship last year. Uh, has it? Hasn't really stayed much after after the points increase for Pikes. As, like as always, you know, lots of Empire here in, in France. Uh, and like I said, when Dark Troopers came out, it, it was it was everywhere. What's uh, what's your list of choice? What do you fa- what do you mainly focus on and play on? Oh, uh, Iden ISF. Straight straight off, not Iden ISF done. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey. I've been playing. I've been playing it for a year or two now. What what drew what drew you to Iden ISF? I'm not an Empire player. It's not something that sticks in my head, so I don't know. I'm like meh, I'm meh, 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 meh about it. But so, what's your what was your draw? Uh, I like I like the challenge of playing it because you know, like it's it's more mobile than a gun line, and every time you go to a table, like you have to adapt to the table because infiltration and that that tactical strike is you know the linchpin of the list. And each table presents a new challenge. It's super terrain dependent. Uh, the mention of terrain. So I saw it was a great one. I think uh, Dave got up, up on Facebook the other day about how he sees a difference between US tables and UK or European. Um, and obviously with that European, it was a bit of a broad stroke between kind of really Poland, Germany and ourselves. Um so what is the terrain style and like, um, I guess, uh, the, the feel of what it's like in France? Is it 100% like very theme focus um, or is it a, like very um, 40k where it's very rigid and it's like it's carbon copies of tables at, at same events or it's very um, a good mixture, like a perfect mixture between lots of heavy cover, lots of light cover, um, like a... You know, what I mean, like it's, terrain's one of them very big subjects. Like, what? So, yeah, what would you? Describe I'm pretty sure that? that France has heavy terrain tables. Like, I know I have a heavy hand when I'm making tables for tournaments. I I try and pull myself back sometimes, but uh, in general, I think French tables have lots of terrain, sometimes too much, 
and the, it's more theme thematic than than making sure it's functional. Uh, I've, I've played on a lot of thematic. Man, I can't think of any tournament I've gone to where I didn't play on a thematic table. Maybe like one. I went to a thirty-two player uh, skirmers tournament. I think I played on a couple of tables with forty uh, k terrain. Nice. But on that, it's always Star Wars terrain. So, what would be like? the worst kind of table that they use is it like 20 percent of like the table would you say is quite that would be a bad table for you guys or is it sometimes lower than that as um if you're saying it's very heavy is it like 40 percent of the table covered in terrain or is it like 35 yeah i, th- I think it, it's uh, oh no it's not half uh I, I say it's closer to like a third to 40 percent uh, oh, of most tables yeah. are, are terrible with terrain as you say the high end of terrain the worst I've ever seen was a really beautiful table, the uh, Endor with like the, the the catwalks for the Ewoks and everything. Oh my god, it was disgusting. I played I played against Yoda, <laughs> and like I never I had my my Iden ISF list, and I, I couldn't get a shot on Yoda ever. And he just did his you know one pip three speed come in four speed killed everything. I lost four units in one turn, and I was like, all right. I, Cool. I'm just going to put that out there, Finn, that the Endor table is really good at hiding stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, we have something else to say to Finn later anyway, so we'll, just, we'll address his shenanigans. So I'll just get the digs later. in early against him. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I think one thing we've not mentioned, obviously, um, trying to expose the French community as well as um, our, ourselves to the French. Um, who is there any, like, well-known painters uh, or community members that you want to like give a shout out or people should look out for on Facebook or Instagram and things like that to build up your profile. Man, well-known painters. Uh, I can only think of uh, Jan Pim, who's actually one of the organizers for the the championship. And the other uh, person I want to give a shout out to in France is of course, uh, Toto Lastico. It's uh, Thomas Toto with the Caterpillar. He is the guy who gathered all of the tournament organizers back in t- January 2020. It's like, hey, we should work together, coordinate. And then from that, the French Championship was born. And uh, yeah, he's honestly, the French Championship only has 152 players because uh, of his like leadership in the community and his charisma. Is so, he the is he the French Andy slash LJ slash Finn or pick your person of your country that sort of thing French Mickey yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's Toto nice so for the French Championship what's the tournament structure uh it's usually been like see like I can't do the math right now but we have we have a top cut and then the second day is the top cut we don't do a straight uh, Swiss round. We like to have oh, submarines make it to the podium. So, will you be doing four games on day one then? So it's only a two-day event. Four games and a shadow round. Oh, that is... And then, yeah. what, three games on the Sunday? Yeah. That is oh, endurance. That is a that, challenge. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be... That shadow round's going to be harsh. Tell you what, <laughs> what you should do is... Ollie, when you go... If you ever go out to France to take your Blizzard Force... Go out on a night out and then try the endurance games afterwards. <laughs> uh, I, I can do it. Um, I just need to not drink about 15 different kind of drinks and then I'll be fine. 
like uh, MKGT, I was what I was razzing about with two pitchers. Thanks, Tom. Um, and I generally just stuck to like ciders and pitchers and some Jaeger bombs, and that was fine off that. And then uh, went home. And then went home early because oh, we're going to play top games next day. I went it home. Wasn't early that to, early? I, I went home early to harass hotel staff. <laughs> yeah, and we had a nice home, spoon went, and went to bed. <laughs> right, so that's, that's, not, that's a little bit strange. No, 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 not, not like that. But they were just me, me, me and Tom kept asking these people. Oh, what time's breakfast? And they're like, we don't do breakfast. <laughs> Ringing them up, pretending to be. <laughs> I'd like to say, I'd like to say it was only oh, you that was doing I, that, but um... it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, how would uh, Ollie's uh, hotel staff abuse go down in France? No, 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 I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so obviously, you've got the so the next big tournament in France is when. Soon, uh, it's yeah Saturday this weekend uh, the 15th so what we'll try and do is endeavor to 16th. keep up we'll try and endeavor to keep up with it on the old Facebook and um, post up links because obviously if you're listening to the show pre-tournament you can then maybe see some hopefully some updates so Alex if you can keep us informed of what's who's doing what over the weekend that'd be handy we can reshare and all that sort of stuff because we in Britain would like to be more involved in French affairs uh in as much as a way as we can, um, in, in 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 that we'd like to play the, we'd like to play France, we'd like to go to France and play and play you guys, but we'd like, but equally, we want French players and yourself to come over to the UK to play in our tournaments as well because we've met the Germans, but they're lovely, they're fine, nah. they're all right, they they say silly <laughs> things on other podcasts, Finn. Uh, um, they're fine I'm, 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 I'm very very excited for the world team championships where I hope to be playing no, across no, the table from let's third. say nothing say nothing Just the, he who laughs last all that sort of jazz You're, Two. did I pick you Alex for that yeah you picked me thank you for that has it been well received uh, from the French community or I mean so we, there's, we've had some discussions there's <laughs> one team that committed the rest are you know very good at complaining. <laughs> oh, we're British. We love a good complaining system. <laughs> That's how we roll. Uh, again, like I say, obviously we had the Germans over. We've had the we've had the Polish guys over who say they can drink and then disappear off early in the night when they say they're going to be drought drinking us. Isn't that right, Matthias? Um, we've had the Danes over who can drink. Uh, they they stay out. Uh, and we've had uh, who else have we had? We've had who else have we had from other nations? We had an Australian. Uh, We've had an Australian, yeah, we had an Australian had his shirt abused by Ollie on a night out in, da- in on a night out in Daventry. The the Americans. We've had, uh, yeah, we've had a, a few Americans, but I assume there's some that aren't really the tra- travellers, but those who are over here posted in the in the various air bases that are not too far away from where I am. So yeah, we've had multi. We get people. Over. We want we want we want France over. Tick that little box. And I mean, we want to go. I mean, uh, America again, big. They're sending three teams to the World Team Championships, which is more than uh, which is more than the UK are sending. They've got three teams. They've, they've got they've got three teams. Team one is being led by Luke Cook. Team two is being led by Kyle Dorn Boss. I don't know about Team three. Um, Damn! Yeah, I heard I, at I, one I, point they was only getting one, and I, now they've got three. That, nice. That's what I, mean. I, th- I think Team one is like um, Luke Cook, Austin Miller. 
um, and then two others, and then Kyle. <laughs> I like how Carl didn't make the A team. Sorry, Carl. I'm gonna fill it out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 to be fair, imagine you pull America Team Two, and you're thinking, "Oh yeah, this is all right." At least we didn't get America Team Two team when you get matched against Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, here we go. <laughs> um, so, I did talk- hear that um, Team America and Team Germany were both fighting over Lucas, though. Um, I reckon but, yeah. Lucas should. Uh, I reckon we it, it should be a roll off. Uh, who, who gets, we'll, who gets we'll, Lucas? We'll just take him. That whole like fable from when the kid like that. Fa- what's that fable? I don't know who it was. Sorry, it said two two mothers fighting over a baby, saying it's my child. No, it's my child. So the king goes, "No, I'm gonna cut him in half, and you both get him." And then, then that sort of thing. So well, what we'll do <laughs> just, is just just so you know at home, folks. Cockles has just said if if America and Germany can't decide between Lucas you stick, they're just gonna chop him in half. <laughs> no, and then don't, one that, the one the what the team that love him the most will say, "No, no, no, don't chop him in half," and then he'll go to them. That's that's how the fable goes. Anyway, I uh, can't remember who it was. Uh, King Solomon, yeah, it might be King Solomon. Yeah, it might be King Solomon. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, that's France, and that's the French things. Do you have? Is there anywhere in particular, shop business wise, and or in, and other individuals who you collaborate with that you'd like to put a little shout out for and say, merci beaucoup. Uh, no, nah, I don't really care about those people. But okay, there is one thing I wanted to share is that. We're starting a new tournament circuit uh, that will begin next month. Unfortunately, the several tournaments are a part of the circuit, but were already like announced long before the circuit was formed. So they're already full up. But next weekend, this weekend, we're going to announce uh, several tournaments in different parts of France where we're going to announce it internationally before it's announced just to French people. So, so what makes the that circuit stand out differently from a, a normal tournament? Is there like a benefit or cool, like cool feature about it? Yes. So because Toto is no longer going to be uh, organizing the, ch- the championship uh, after this year, uh, we're, there's people want big tournaments in France. As before, everyone would just go to one big tournament, and that was the, the French championship. And now we're trying to spread out, you know, smaller, like 32, 64 player tournaments, uh, you know, all throughout France, instead of having just one where everybody goes once a year. So that, that was the, that was the drive, uh, the initial motivation. And then we're like, Hey, we need to get like the Spanish people, the Italians come over and play. Cause we had a tournament, a team tournament in May where there were like three Italian teams. And uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I think that was like the second no third tournament really where international people showed up, and now we want we want to do more and more of that. Look forward to it. Hopefully, uh, I'll be able to make one. Make European Legion Legion tournament scene great again. That's what we're uh, saying. Oh, so there is one thing I want to say is oh, now. So the World Open qualifiers, there's only twenty five per game in the world, and we're only allowed to have one per country in Europe, except for you guys. You guys get two uh, World Open qualifiers, apparently. Three? Yeah, we, we got three. Three. <laughs> three. So we have uh, UK Games Expo, um, MKGT, and uh, the LGT. I, I, I do wonder, though, if we lose the third. For, 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 for ten, uh, did you reckon we won't lose the third? Um, yeah, I can't comment more on that. Um, but no, we won't, we won't be losing the third. Okay, all right, that's um, fine. Yeah. So yeah, we get. Do you, I, 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 do you mean 
losing as in not able to run it again or losing because there's Europeans coming? Uh, no, I mean losing as in I think next year maybe we'd have two instead of three. Because Andy's not playing, I'm not playing, I'm, I've got all my hopes on Dave Grant. <laughs> Dave, Dave Grant, Christmas, I really want Tom to do something. Thanks, mate. <laughs> you, you said you, you said you weren't going LGT. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. Then right. So it wasn't even an insult then. No, no. But you could have. You, you you didn't have to say. You could just say you really wanted me to go regardless. I mean, you, you can just go to Tom's tournament in November, or you can come to our tournament in November. Uh, to be fair, um, I'm so context moving house finally got the house potentially moving date of the 22nd of, of september which hopefully is going to go really well and all this sort of stuff because buying a house is an absolute twat this is true but um free so, free but, ticket free accommodation yeah so but so november is probably when i'm next to be able to play any game of legion so i'm i'm somewhat out of the loop and i'll just turn up and ring i don't know three droidicas so, <laughs> they're, they're good aren't they who would bring triple droidica to a world open qualifier I did last year because I'm an absolute hero. Oh, how did that go? Did you win? No, I've got one last question. Did I win the tournament or did I win games? I won I games, mean... I didn't win the tournament. Oh, okay, there you go. I've got that. Uh... Oh, no one cares about Triple Joy because... <laughs> um, I've got a question for um, Alex regarding, obviously, the, the tournament this weekend. After spending two weeks in France and finding out how much you guys... Um, really do like relaxing and eating lunch in like a lunch is like two three hours how does that fit into a five game schedule <laughs> uh well people will probably be going hungry and also it's like lunch lunch is long but there's also like a snack at four o'clock and then you have dinner at seven Oh, I'm like I am completely because we went and stayed with some um, family friends, and uh, I'm all for the French lifestyle of eating and the way that like it's such such a nice casual, just sit down slowly, like not eat, but like it's it's a very social aspect to it, um, and lots of drinking and aperitifs and cognac. Yes, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, it was a, every meal was a, a very long process, but I'm all for it. Yeah, so is Saturday, it much, oh god, sorry, god, god, I, I was going to say Saturday we don't really have that plan, but Sunday there is a there's a banquet to to help uh, for everyone who's not a finalist. We're <laughs> <having> a <banquet. laughs> That's a bit harsh. Oh yeah, you, you you've done really well, but you don't get to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I. I it's been a, it's been great to have you on and talk France stuff. You're going to stick around for the rest of the show where we're going to talk a few other bits and pieces as well. Um, we we look forward to hearing more uh, French Legion uh, Legion things and events. And we hope uh, like I've I've been lucky enough to go abroad and play in Germany. It was great fun. I met some French guys there actually, so it's not true they don't come out of France at all. And actually, we have had one French player come over. The legend that is Axel Monnier came over. <laughs> of course he did, didn't he? Who won best? Yeah, who was best painted at LGT two, three years ago? Yeah, and there was also another guy who came. I think there's two of them who came to the European Championships. There you go. I think there was two French guys because he beat me round one, and I played him the other day in um, Vader League. There you go. So uh, yeah, so we we look forward to seeing what more um, what more France can bring and where we can see them, all that sort of stuff. We'd love to see you guys over come come over and play and and yeah, it'd just be fun. Um, 
So moving on. Uh, moving on. What was the next topic? I can't remember now. Um, recent events. Yes. So AMG. For, they did a couple of announcements recently. First, let's do the first one. This is a simple one. Basically, they did an announcement. Don't be a dick. Completely agree. Let's not be a dick. Everyone, be nice. Be vociferous. Be, be not vociferous. Be assertive in your opinion, but don't be a dick about it. Because everyone, like I heard someone told me a story the other day about someone abusing. Was it Armada, someone in Armada abusing someone at AMG? And like, I, what, what's the point? Why are you? Why yeah, are you that I guy? heard. I heard through. You told me that. Yeah, I heard for an X-wing chat that um, on an on a, a painting stream or something where they were talking to the developers, the usual way we get our information from AMG, that someone had decided to threaten the developers on the paint stream live, and it wasn't just oh you developers are blah, blah, blah. it was quite a um, an aggressive um, part um, where they've I think they've removed the comments from the stream, so you can't even tell it, it happened. But at the time, it was a very blah 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 like the context of it was extremely aggressive to the developers um and it was aimed it was from either the armada community or x-wing uh, one of the two um i'm not sure where they reside but um i know it's upsetting to feel left out um but i also think the x-wing community have done the right thing um i don't know if you guys have heard of this they've set up their own mini extravaganza it's on the exact so it's the same weekend so it's this weekend um, but they've basically got all of the communities um, from around the world and they've uh, set up a tr- streaming schedule. So they're streaming some live games from store championships. They've got interviews with uh, people from the community going, oh, hi, what are you doing in your local area? This, that, and the other. So I think they've got people from Chile, America, from, uh, England. I saw the Sith takers from up north in there. Um, I don't know if France is involved. I don't really know, recognize a lot of the X-Wing community like brands that are on the website. Um, I think it's xwing.life is the website. I have to pull it up. But um, yeah, I think that's the right way to approach a company. If you think they're forgetting about you and go, look, we're still alive and kicking. Um, don't forget about us rather than send death threats. Which leads me to the next thing. So we, we've we've said and other podcasts have said, like, doesn't matter. I've heard, I think it's like we all love the community that we are part of in terms of from from being a Legion player and all this stuff. We it set it's we like to think we're set apart from other game systems in that we're less hmm, we're less assholey. I think that's probably the best way of looking at it. But let's let's just pump the brakes. They're a business. They're not going to please everybody. It's like the Star Wars films. When the last, when the previous three came out, not everyone's going to be happy. That's just the way life is. And if you don't like it, fine. Just say I'm not a fan. Don't then go about just, just, just don't be stupid about it. So let's remind ourselves that we're a good community, and let's not put ourselves in a bad name. So that's their first announcement. Don't be a dick. That's to say it's just. I think it goes without saying, really. But there we go. Um. Their second, their, their second, the other announcement they did, this is a little bit more complex and I'm going to defer to Andy on this a little bit because I didn't, I, I saw it, haven't fully taken it in, but I need to, sort, but, so I need to, uh, if I'm paraphrasing by saying they're, banging, they're, they're, they're trying to reclaim the IP a bit more. So Andy, what, what's the second, the other statement that they released this week or recently? Um, I don't think it was a statement i think it was a like a, a like refresh gu- of their gu- guidance 
Yeah, I think it's just a refresh, like an update. It's something they've always done, um, but I think the last time they kind of publicly pushed and focused on it was when it was FFG. So we're talking two, three years ago. Um, and it's just an update of that. Uh, but this time it kind of explicitly pointed out and said um, TTO, uh, no, sorry, uh, not TTO, um, Tabletop Simulator is not uh, acceptable use of their games um, and it's an infringement on their IP um, so a lot of the communities have kind of backed off some more so than others go on Tom um, I think one of the other announcements that they made I just pulled it up here it says uh, store championship kit confusion um, and it's clarifying that you need to have 16 players in attendance to have the uh, the world's invite to give away if you have any less your invite is not valid um so i think you, you if you've qualified without having 16 active players you now have to you can you can contest whether your invite is still valid but as a rule of thumb unless you had 16 active players your invite is is not not honored um which is a bit frustrating because obviously we've had plenty that have been given out um but um yeah so it's it's not ideal they also said that if if 16 is your cap you need to have uh, a couple of people in reserve on the day for any drops otherwise again your invite won't be valid but um yeah i don't know it's not how no, I'm, I'm, gonna offer, I'm gonna offer my opinion on this and it might be controversial, some might agree, some might not, and I'm just gonna offer it a thought. From I'm gonna it's kinda of like a devil's advocate opinion. From their point of view, if they're giving quote unquote giving away world's invites, there kind of has to be a, a level where the quality of event of which a, a a ticket is given away at has to be of a standard that can sort of give it away. Now that's not. I'm not saying. So if they a 16 player event is organised and you have the 16 players signed up and there's proof that 16 were going to attend, were going to attend is the, is the phrase there. And on the day someone drops out, that's not the store. That's not the organisers' fault. That's bad luck. And I don't think they should lose that ticket as a result of it. However, if they're saying, well, well, you just they don't sell the the 16 that they or haven't had the pre-register of the 16 to then they probably shouldn't get it. That's my opinion on it, because you, you kind of, if you're giving away a world's ticket for, I wouldn't say any Tom, Dick or Harry, but if you're giving away a world's ticket in an easier way, it dilutes the purity of a potential world's, world's event world's event uh, status, if that makes sense. I, I hope you kind of understand what I mean, but I've just, I might not be wording that completely as articulately as I would like to. Ollie. So I'm I'm in I'm in your camp now. I do see it from a position of to determine a world champion, you should have had to qualify at an event of a reasonable size. However, last year's competition was fierce, and there will have been people there that won their tickets at events with ten players or you know eight players. Um, we... I think he won his uh, six man event last year. Uh, well, for last year's worlds, yeah. So. You know, it's. I, I'm not 
I'm not disagreeing, but if you're a player who maybe lives in a smaller town, doesn't drive, it doesn't necessarily make you any less deserving of a ticket. Um, you know, and it's you know you, you've got players like um, Tom Sefton, for instance, who I know his dad will drive him to events, or he'll have to jump in with Lee. But why should he not get a chance at a world's ticket when he's an incredible player? Um, you know, I am at the moment trying to work something out to see if I will be able to get him a ticket. But that's a that's another conversation. But um, I think realistically, if you're at an event and you had 16 tickets sold and one person drops out on the day, leave that player in leave them in don't remove don't remove them from the system have them as the buy because you're right stores stores shouldn't have to go through this long-winded appeals process um to qualify a player for worlds now i'm coming at this from uh, uh you know, having owned an lgs myself and if i've spent 25 or 50 quid on a tournament kit and then the thing that brings out those people into the shop then is null is null and void that makes me look bad as a store owner because you, you you would have to advertise. If you know you've only got 16 spaces, the only way you can really do it is advertising your event as if we sell out, then you get a world's ticket. But you can't advertise it as a qualifier unless you're guaranteed those amount of players. But I see no issue. Like Nav won an event that had 16 tickets sold, but only 14 players turned up. And I think the TO should have just left those two players in and just manually paired the rounds. It's a bit now. more... Um, the counter argument to that for me is they've publicly put out there that the store will put their uh, relationship with AMG and get in future championship kits um, at risk if they get found out. So if if you're a store owner and you do what you're saying and it's like you do, do keep them in here and you just have them as the buys and you just give the free wins out and someone reports it, You've then lost that opportunity to generate that money and help the community in the future. Okay, fair. If you, fair I, 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 I I'm not agreeing I, with that. No, but... no I, I, I didn't realize that they posted. Um, yeah, uh, like uh, they posted literature on that, which is which is fair enough. I just think it's if I travel now, and I think you're about the same, Andy. My max travel distance is about three hours uh, in the UK yeah. to attend an event. So if I spend and, and three hours each way for me, depending on where you drive, and obviously if you're if you're up motorways, I'm talking. 50, 60 quid in fuel. I'm talking 15 to 45 for the event. You talk If you're there for one day or two days, you, you're talking food budget and all of these kind of things. And I, I, I think AMG are doing the best job that they can under the circumstances, um, just with the way that it's been advertised and stuff. And this isn't, this isn't a slate against them directly. Um, but as a personal feeling, um, I'd be quite upset if I had done the traveling distance. Like Nav, I mean, Nav will travel miles and miles and miles to go to events not in american terms but in terms of uk travel you know he'll travel anywhere for an event and i'll be sad that his win will be negated and um, because of two people who weren't well so i mean i was going to ask um alex how many store championships have you had so far or that maybe you've attended or you've seen kind of had this similar issue or is it less of a, a thing for you in france uh, it's a thing for us in France, and I think there have been three or four store championships announced in France, and only one of them actually had the 16 players and the four rounds. So that's three then that have just been invalidated just because of the store size. 
straight off the bat for you guys. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mostly due to store size because stores do not have the space. I, I We also did a quick census of stores and the majority of stores do not have the space inside to, to, for six, not was it, eight tables of 800 point legion. That's that's not that's not feasible for the vast majority of stores in France. Um, oh, so before you you go, Tom, how many kits roughly are you aware of that France has got hold of? Because that's another contention point for for me and I think a lot of other TOs. Uh, maybe I, I would estimate around twenty. Okay. Yeah. So I, mean, I think the UK is probably around the same twenty to thirty as well. What I'm aware of, I think probably closer to twenty than thirty. Um, so, and would I be right in assuming that you've been also limited to one uh, pack per store? Uh, so that depends. Uh, the store where I am with does not use Asmodee France, so I'm not sure about how that works. They use a different distributor uh, who distributes for all of Europe, uh, Blackfire. And we were able to order three kits, uh, no problem. Okay, so that's the similar as to the states then, because as I say, in the states you've got stores that have got multiple kits and have been able to order them, um, but each kit has to supply for sixteen people. But, that, but that's, I, th- I think that's fair. Like when you, when you've got stores like over in America, you've got is it Luminous Gaming? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, like stores like Luminous Gaming, who've got a really big player base, they do lots of community stuff. They run loads of events. Why shouldn't they be allowed to run multiple events? I mean, it's different for us because we're a podcast. So, I've gone around to several different stores and said, "Can I run your event for you?" Um, so that's why we've ended up being able to do a couple of extra tickets. But um, I think places like Element Games in the UK, or um, I mean, the London series is again, it's a bit different because that's multiple stores, but. Realistically, Dark Sphere should be getting two because if they're doing monthly 20, 30 player events. Well, it's no different. I mean, mine are 16 a month, 16 players a month. So, in theory, why can't I host two a year? You know, like it's the same logic um, in, that, in that regards. Tom, you, oh, I was going to ask Tom for his question, but he's not. <laughs> Tom's just fault. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll interject in that case and just say so uh, there is a, I think, the. I think you've got to look at places on pop by population. I think, well, like London, London, London in the south is the most populous area and therefore probably gets the majority of, uh, of, of players attending events at like the London series, MK, and it goes and as far as like to Athena at Norwich, which is getting bigger and, and, well, it's, I, and all that sort of stuff. I, so, but, but then you get then, but, but at the same time, it can accommodate, so that population can accommodate, quote unquote, uh, the playing population can accommodate, um, two or more at certain stores same in the north same at element because they have not just one store they have the two stores don't they they have the one in stockport well, so, and the one somewhere so else i think element have got three now um so, they, so they've got three stores and there are there are some big stores in the north though you've got um i think it's is it lazy dragon up in blackpool you've got harlequins in preston you've got element um and then you've got the scots but i think the scots have actually got a reasonable amount of kits um, I think they've maybe got four or five for Scotland. If anybody listens to this podcast and is from Wales, please let us know. Um, excluding the store in Wrexham, because I've it's not a Firestorm. I've, yeah, I've, I've not heard of Firestorm doing a Worlds qualifier. Um, you know, there's got to be there, there must be communities in like your Cardiff, your Swansea, 
Um, maybe not your Isle of Anglesey. That's maybe a little too small. But um, yeah, there's if if, well, if Wrexham. Not... Wrexham is because that's Welsh. It's the next probably the next biggest town. Yeah, I think the well, yeah, cause... issue with Scotland though is they've got four kits, but. I mean, I'm not uh, obviously sure of how many players they have in each of them areas, but if you're in a small area of Scotland, like a more rural area, are you going to get 16 players? Well, I, I, mean, I, think, I think all of the Scottish tournaments are run near-ish to Edinburgh. They're all, in the, they're all in the central belt, I think, bar, yeah. bar maybe one, which I think is Gala Shields, but that's, that's about it. But I think you've got... You've got, I think it's all Edinburgh, like Edinburgh, Stirling, and Glasgow yeah, area, and that's all that central belt. Because there, there, what what really surprises me is there is not a single big wargaming store in Glasgow. Huge, huge city, no wargaming store. Is there, um, I'm sure there's something. Nope. There's a there's a war, absolutely nothing. That's yeah, that's there, shocking. There, there's a wargaming club um, in Glasgow um, where they play games, but there's not actually a store that supports it. All there is, um, is a card game giant in, in Glasgow. Um, and then there's a comic book one, but there's no actual, other than an actual, other than just a Warhammer store, they don't have an LGS. And that's why I think there's like four or five different little stores in Edinburgh. So I know there's, uh, I know there's common ground games in Sterling, which is, um, which is a really good store. Um, so I know that exists. I know that there's something in Edinburgh. I've not been there though. But um, but it, like there's there's definitely certain cities in the in the UK that make me go really. You've got nothing. Cambridge for one. How then the hell does the Cambridge does Cambridge not have anything? Considering its student draw, it it boggles my brain. I can't. I don't. I don't, I don't get it. But that's just and it pisses me off because it's the most local place to me. All it's got is the Wargaming Club, Sons of War, which, by the way, great club to go to if ever you're around there and need to play games, but it's just mental. I think everything in Liverpool now is now just on the Wirral. Um, they, they don't have any big... I think they've, they used to be the Scythe and Teacup, um, which was their Wargaming shop, and that's been closed for a few years now. And now everything's on the Wirral, um, where they've got quite a few half-decent Wargaming stores. And then Chester's got nothing. They've got one in... They've got one just outside of it. I think it's actually in Wales, um, but it's it doesn't have much room for play space. Manchester's element, um, well, actually, it's not even Manchester. That's Stockport. Manchester itself, you've got Fanboy Three, yeah, who are who are doing a bit more Legion wise. There's honestly there, there are so many more game stores for wargaming in the south, is what I found. It seems to be mm. the north seems to be more popular for card games. Um, Alex, you're obviously we've established that while you live in France, your accent hides your true identity whereabouts in the states are you from uh it's embarrassing is it like is it alabama or something 100 like florida arkansas arkansas oh that's oh. not that bad that's not that bad. if you like you, you guys don't know about arkansas that's i mean pretty... i mean no, it's like like it's, i mean it, it, surely it's pronounced arkansas yeah <laughs> I was about to say Arkan Arkansas, yeah, but no, Ar- Ar- I mean Arkansas. No, that's where Penny from Big Bang Theory is from. Cornhuskers, all that jazz. Three. Are there Cornhuskers in Arkansas? That's what. No, oh, that's Nebraska. That's the get my tickets. Arkansas, Nebraska's the Huskers, aren't they? That sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, just letting the uh, your American knowledge let any down there, man. I mean, I did, I'll chuck this joke out. I know I have more American knowledge than they've got about British knowledge, isn't that right, Stabcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Tom, uh, before you disconnected, you were going to ask uh, say something. Oh yeah, I was. It, it was just going back to again. the oh, no. the store size. Um, 
Like the the event that we've got coming up in November at TTR, that's going to be the first event that we would have had a valid uh, world's invite from this point. Like even though we've had the capacity to to run bigger tournaments, this will be the f- the first one that we've sold enough for our for our invite to actually be valid. Um, so yeah, I think I think obviously I missed a little bit as I got got kicked off with the internet there. But um, I think part of what is frustrating from the from the invite standpoint is is the size of the store. But obviously we were <laughs> kind of covering that at the time anyway. So AMG making that announcement let us know your thoughts uh post comment post a comment or your uh, opinion thoughts and opinions on the pod on the facebook post where this link is on there so you can find our facebook page that's no moon at star wars Legion podcast let us know what you think let us know what's happening in your area let us know what's happening in spain in france in portugal in italy in poland denmark anywhere america if you want to let us know australia oh spain especially um Reach out to me because I have lots of Spanish promo cards and I want to get rid of them. Like I have uh, one, two, three. I've got six store championship kits in Spanish on my desk right now. Um, and I'm getting more because we've basically been approaching all the UK stores going, please send me your cards. So France, I'm sending mine to Axel. And if he's got spare English, I'm hoping he'll send us back if he gets his hands on some. And, and Alex, to be fair, I've got some I've got some um, French promo cards and stuff from uh, when they did their tournament in Colchester. So if you want them, uh, drop me an address afterwards and we'll just send them over to you so you can have them as for free, a gift to France from That's No Moon. Uh, <laughs> great, thank uh, you so much. And I'll be doing the, I'm doing the same with Finn. Like when he comes over for LGT, I'm sending him back with a load of Germans. So I'm trying to give the other communities around the country, when you say, around the world. When you say you're sending him back with a load of Germans, are you finding random Germans in the street and sending him back with a load of Germans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take these people, be off with them, that sort of thing. Um, so that's that. And I'm sure there was one other little announcement. Oh, no, that's what we were going to talk about. LGT. <laughs> Something happened today on Tuesday, the 12th of September, that made everyone in the LGT uh, who is attending LGT or who are planning to attend LGT go, What the deuce? Uh, Andy, enlighten us, please, because you're the man in the know. You're the, you're the guy who's running it from, from the Legion perspective, not the, not the whole event perspective. So, can you give us the, the unbiased, non slaggy, anyone off thing that's, going to ha- that's happening with it, please? Um, yeah, okay, so I think there's just been a bit of lack of communication. Um, so I was being informed last week that the venue was reaching capacity, um, but I was not informed that that would be a reduction in Legion tickets um, or the availability of them. So I'm currently in conversation because I know there are some people, especially who have bought, bought flights and accommodation, but hadn't brought their uh lgt ticket um and then there's, there's also uk people so it's a lot cheaper for them to bail out on this um but there's a few people who've brought tickets um or haven't bought tickets but have kind of lined themselves up for the event so it's just a bit of a, i think there's just been a bit of a, a lack of communication i fully get it from an event organizer's point of view that if you uh, if one system's not selling uh great but another system is um then to shift the space around but legion from it's very well known that we will sell tickets literally up to the day of list submission day. 
Um, I've even for MKGT, I think I had someone buy one on list, list submission day. Can you, for those people who don't have the Discord or pay attention to mm-hmm. social media, can you actually break down what's actually happened? Because this is, it's not, you said about lack of communication, you've not communicated well. What has happened? <laughs> so the event is currently advertised as a 64 player event. Uh, but if you go and buy a ticket today, it says it's sold out. The event officially is not sold out because there's only 38 tickets currently sold. So it is a bit misleading. Um, and I think we're okay as Legion goes. Um, and we're not really suffering from it compared to X-Wing and Amada. So I think Amada had the rug. They were said they could have 64 spaces. And I think they've now only got 16. Um, X-Wing was promised 128 or was offered 128. Ticket sales weren't great. They got stripped down to 32. Um, and I think they've only sold 22 tickets or something like that. Um, if any of you do play X-Wing and haven't got a LGT ticket, um, if there's some available, the top 32 will get a prize and it's well worth going for. <laughs> um, and it's like, it's really good prizes for the top 32 because it's a well qualifier kit. Um, yeah, I don't know where the issue is. I don't want to... LGT already has a bad image and obviously uh, the organisers of it have got me involved to help try and repair that image. Um, I don't want it to put a tarnish on it um, i want lgt to continue to grow for future years um but um obviously there's a few things that we're gonna have to deal with as growing pains in regarding that and it, it's my first year organizing it so i need to sort that out um kind of thing so i'm fighting the corner for us and trying to get more spaces for the people who fall into that boat of not buying their ticket yet um but it's probably going to be sometime maybe next week i imagine that tickets will be announced or re-released so from a i'm not attending and i mm-hmm. and i'm a fan of lgt i wasn't a fan of the shenanigans that happened pre the tournament last year regarding the terrain but that was resolved when it was needed to be resolved and lessons yeah. learned right well lessons yeah. well i'm being diplomatic let's be fair you, you, <laughs> i think you probably know my true opinions on it but I think what doesn't, I think LGT haven't helped themselves in that if they will still be selling tickets for uh, what the the main, the the main game system that's there. I'm assuming they're still selling the tickets there. Um, I believe that's where the tickets have been shifted right. to. Yes. So the point is, so what you should do, so if you're organising, you cap it, you cap them, you 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 cap them, and then it was. Yeah. Well, no, that's what you do. You cap them first, then reduce the cap and announce it properly that you're going to. If you don't sell you, if you don't sell. X tickets for these game systems, Song of Ice and Fire, Marvel, whatever. If you don't sell X in time frame, then we're going to cap you and then shift them over there. That's what should have yeah, happened. I, I, think. I think it was just, um, as I say, a, a small... I don't know where the issue lies. Um, it was um, trying to be, obviously, semi-diplomatic there. Um, but it, it's... It should have been, as you say, like given a bit more warning for me so then I could go, oh, by the way, last chance to buy it before we close ticket sales or something like that. You know, um, and we, we just missed that that stepping stone. I was informed that the venue was reaching capacity, but I didn't realize that's what they do with that. If it, they're reaching capacity, they start stealing tickets from other systems. Um, this is my first year working with them. So obviously when they say that to me next year then i do a, an announcement to encourage people to go and buy tickets and also go look we know we're going to sell some late don't cap us as close as we are um so yeah i mean given the podcast 
uh, what we're doing now, uh, we'll have about 12 maybe more French players coming over. Isn't that right, Alex? Uh, no promises. <laughs> That's a very good answer. Uh, no, just I tell you, you just come, come over to London, French guys. We can show you all the sites. We'll take you to, to Trafalgar Square and tell you why that exists, all that sort of stuff. Lol, lol, lol. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so LGT, um, small issues, but it's going to be resolved and is on the case. Um, just it, it, for those of you who are attending, if you have questions about LGT or tickets and flights and whatnot and what you've arranged, Go to go to Andy, uh, message him on the Discord um, at AJST and stuff. He can help you um, with if you've made like plans and things. Like that, I'm sure he'll be able to help you with uh, resolving them uh, and all that jazz. For um, what have we got next, I need to remember what the agenda is now. I can't remember what we got left. Um, bu- 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 uh, Legion uh, events. Um, we'll do some events before we do outro stuff. Events. So we've got some. Uh, we've said LGT coming up at the end of September. Uh, Alex, obviously, you've said you've got your uh, major French tournament uh, this weekend. Uh, so probably a little bit late. Are there any tickets left? If anyone was just managed to catch that before the weekend. No, but there is a waiting list. Oh, okay. So potentially, if if, if someone who listens, if one person gets to go to the French event, it'd be really cool. I would love to hear back from you guys. Equally, if you are a French player listening to this podcast, please get in touch. I know some other, as you say, others did, and Alex did as well. Let us know what was going on. Tell us, tell us stuff. Tell us things. Um, tell us what you played. Tell us how it went, and all this sorts of stuff. Um, don't we haven't forgotten mini extravaganza? Don't worry. We're going to do just bringing events forward now, so I remembered, and then if I, that sort of thing. Um, Ollie, events. Any update on the TNM uh, qualifier? Yes, uh, so it's going to be the 11th and 12th of November. Um, it will be a two-day event. Uh, it will likely be 24 players. Um, because, uh, we've just been... The store owner told me he could fit more than I think he can. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to keep it at 24 to be to be safe. Um, it'll be the same deal as last time. Two days, five rounds. Uh, £40 for non-Patreons, 35 for Patreons. And we will once again have some very, very good price support promos. Uh, and likely some streaming going on as well. Uh, myself, I will not be playing. Um, I think Andy is likely to be coming along. He also probably won't be playing. He's waving his hand, but I've told him he is. Um, and then I think we're just waiting to hear on Tom and Cockles to see if they can come at the moment. Co- Cockles' excuse, I'm going to put it out there already, is it's going to be family, um, and it's going to be small child or so. It'll be house related. I've been working away that week. I've got a bad leg. Oh, so yeah. How, so oh, how did yeah. I miss that one? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> what's that, the, remind, that, remind me what was the date again? What was the date? Eleventh and twelfth of November, and you can and you can stay at mine again. That and is then, November. And then and then Andy, you'll have to you'll have to go along because Northampton's a banging night out, and I'll be going absolutely ham on the Saturday night. <laughs> if, if, if if I do if I do um. If I do the, the TNM one, I won't be doing the Tabletop Republic one in High Wycombe that Tom is hosting in... On the 17th of November. Uh, when he pays... Yeah, there you go. Yeah, £20 a ticket, 24 man. So there, there's that. So I, I'm, I'll only be doing one of those two. Um, other events. So uh, Elliot Thomas has asked me to say, uh, that's no Dark Sphere on the 23rd of uh, September and tw- 23rd and 24th of September. It, it, it's a two day. So if you, if you are unhappy with what's gone on with LGT, for whatever reason, there is another two day you can go to. You can go to that one instead if you if you so wish or can't attend LGT. Uh, that's 
that's there. That is it's a different uh, weekend. I know. Yeah, so if you're not, yeah. So if you're not, if you're not going to LGT or you're not happy with what's gone, and you just go, I can't build it, and you just go, you've got another two day in London that you can go to instead. So that's there. Um, failing that, you can go to, and if you want to look up tournaments, you can go on to legionevents.app, and I've just gone on it now, and I've just zoomed into. I'm just I've got a map of the world, uh, and I've got events. And I'm looking at. I'm looking at Europe, and I've decided. You know what? Let's go all the way to Madrid, and look. It says a little look. Madrid, Saturday, 16th of September, World's Open Qualifier in in Madrid. So, this app. You need to you need to look into it. Uh, legionevents.app. It will tell you all events that are going on. Uh, there are plans to get it expanded into over to uh, overseas to the United States and stuff like that. That's their plans. Uh, if I look on here again, look uh, what's near me. Oh look, here I live near. I live in Haverhill near Cambridge. Oh look, near me. Alpha Games Saturday, thirtieth of September. Don't know how many people have been attending that one because there might be LGT. But there we go. So legionevents.app. You can find events anywhere across the country. Oh, no, hang on, look, we'll talk about Wales, Cardiff, and what we got here. Pontypool near Cardiff, Dukes Gaming, World's Qualifier, Saturday, 4th of November. Uh, and su- and Sunday, 5th of November, that's a two-dayer. Um, so, yeah, anyone who is going to the Welsh thing at Dukes Gaming, let us know, because as Ollie has alluded to, we don't hear much about Wales. Um, so, yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, final, uh, wrapping up in sort of the major stuff here. Um, Mini Stravaganza, which is AMG's announcement stuff that goes on uh, and tells us what they're planning in the future and all this sorts of stuff, all that jazz. Five. Um, Tom, what's going on in, in Mini Stravaganza? What's going um, on? So, looking at the schedule, um, I'm just going to tell you the Legion side of things. Um, it starts this Thursday. Um, of which they're starting with uh, something they've called War Table Spec Ops, which uh, I guess is maybe giving us the full full rules for Spec Ops, because at the moment it's just been the beta. Um, and then after that is Battle Colors Hive of Geonosis. Um, again, I think this is, with wild speculation, this is probably a painting stream for the uh, Genotians, which most people think it's going to be a battle force uh, for the for the CIS. Um, then on to Friday the 15th, um, we have got uh, Battle Colors for the Empire's Elite. Again, I think this might be for the Bad Batch, um, which they said there's going to be Rebels. Oh, maybe not actually, because it will be Rebels and um, and Clones, I think is what they said that the uh that the bad batch are going to be for so i'm not 100 percent sure what they're going to announce for that then uh battle forces across the galaxy uh, again they're probably going to announce some more empire battle forces then on saturday we've got a star wars legion roadmap so it'll be nice to see what their plan is going forward um maybe get a little bit more upcoming knowledge um then battle Club colors republic's finest so maybe that's where we'll get Clone Force 99, and that is all of the streams that they've got planned for Legion um, for this weekend. So, gentlemen, what are we looking forward to seeing, um, and what are we hoping, and what are we going, I'm or dreading? Because oh, some things can be hopeful, and you can hopefully not see things as well. Uh, Alex, what are you uh, hoping to see uh, as soon as your guest? We'll start with guest, and then Tom, Ollie, Andy, after you. So, Alex, what are you hoping to see from Mini Extravaganza? 
Uh, I got my fingers crossed for a Rogue One Battle Force. All of the Pathfinders, baby. That's what I want. I want generics for my Pathfinders. I want Jin to be great again. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's all. I, that's all I want. Nothing else. Tom. Uh, well, Rebellions are built on hope, but the First Order is built on my wallet. I want sequel factions in the game. I think it will be a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> the First Order is built on my wallet. I know that a lot of people don't really like the sequels. I got a fun name, Death Star. <laughs> Do you know somehow, what I mean? Right? It's a whole planet now. Um, somehow Palpatine <laughs> has returned, hopefully, to my First Order battle force. <laughs> So that's yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Sequel factions. You're, now you're talking, but your audio is being weird, mate. So I'm going to assume you said "mam mam mam battle force first order meow meow meow" is what you said. Yep, yeah, that and yeah, Ray Skywalker. Ray, yeah, uh, 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 that should be an interesting character, given in like the space of however the between films, her force powers of group orders. Yeah, just give me like massively like OP force user. I think it's called Darth Vader, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Ollie, what are you wanting? Gungans. Just, just one word, Gungans. Just, just Gungans. Give me, give me, give me a, give me a ten-point unit Jar Jar that hinders me hugely. If there's anything that's going to make me play some fun Legion, it's going to be Gungans. But he's only going to play at an event that's less than 20 people, well, so it doesn't affect his ELO. Well, yes, this, this, this is correct. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I did message someone about ELO the other day, uh, and I said, oh, it's, it's been a while. Um, any idea when there might be an ELO update? And the response I got was, that's a good question. <laughs> Nothing else. I, so, so, I have, so I actually have no idea whether the ELO is ever going to get updated, because it's been... June, July, August, September, October. Yeah, so we're like four months without an update at this point. It does lead me to, to remind myself of an idea I want. I mooted a little while ago, which was maybe there should be a. I mean, me and Christoph had spoken about this because Mr. Christoph, with his stats, we were saying about uh, individual country um, versions of Elo. Elo is great, and that's a white, a, a continent-style ranking. But given that we don't play the Germans a lot, or we don't play the French guys a lot, or we don't play the Polish guys a lot. Etc. Etc. It would make it would it would make sense to have a a cool little um, side feature of having a, a nation by nation ranking. Uh, I, obviously, I'm not expecting to be anywhere near that top, but uh, it would still be quite fun. I, I do I do think that you could have a combined ranking as well as individuals. So I'm not sure how it would work, but any game that you play, it updates your own country's rankings. Uh, and then it also adds you into like the main Europe, like the mainland Europe mix as well, uh, and still picks up your scores from there. That way, any games that you do play against any of the European players aren't wasted. Um, if, if if we're doing our own thing again, it's all stuff that we'd have to speak to Christoph about. But I, I see no issue in doing it, and it also means that we can start getting rankings because, as we found out with the um, with with the issues that we've been coming across with Worlds. It's hard enough to get sixteen players into a venue, let alone twenty, uh, to earn any to earn any rankings points from. Well, it's also the the ten game minimum to get your your Elo ranking as well on a continent. Um, so obviously, like I've played eight games in the US um, just from Worlds. So it, I still don't have a US rank. Um, I'm two games short, so I won't 
but then but that that, that but that doesn't exist anymore well based on the cut i mean to have any elo ranking system in theory you should always have a, a minimum games played to have a true ranking system but, but that but that's what but that's what we do have now because because they've made it into just global rankings yes it, it, but... it, it's pulled across like i wouldn't have got any kind of score updates from worlds um but because that data still exists though and could be used in future rankings so it's not been obsoleted. It's uh, it's still available. So cool. So yeah, that's a little side project. I'm going to speak to Christoph and then see if we can do that because Christoph is the data master. He Christoph to us is like you know when uh, Obi Wan Kenobi goes into the uh, library in the Gen- in the Jedi Temple on Coruscant and he asks the li- little librarian says where is this and the little she goes oh if it doesn't exist it hasn't been found it. She, he, Christoph is archive, our equivalent of the Jedi librarian, so that's cool. Um, Andy, what are you hoping or dreading? Um, I'd like some for the Geonosians, like uh, mounted units, um, like the the little noisy little creature that Obi Wan rides, um, which then kind of opens up like Tauntaun characters and um, just. Even jet bikes, if Luke on a jet bike, Leia on a jet bike. Um, but yeah, all of that kind of. Oh, no, the little. No, go on, go on, tots on, go on. Correct <clears throat> I'm just going to oh, I'm just gonna push it? my glasses up my nose and, and scratch my neck beard, but that was actually on Utapau, not on uh, Genosis. Just saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Andy. <laughs> and also, also, Tom, if, you, if you're going to type it. Type it correctly and spell it correctly. Please. Look, as a dyslexic, I find that but, massively offensive. Yeah, I think that kind of <laughs> that's, that's, that sounds like a you problem. Um, yeah, mount, mounted units for me, or um, that kind of flexibility with heroes, being able to correct them. Or what I really would love is just a card pack that basically just comes with a command, even if it's one command card for every commander. I do not care. Um, but having like here's a command pack of three new cards for Luke, Leia, Han, and like one for each faction. Just do that kind of thing and add even more. Make Vader have nine command cards. Make his life difficult on bringing which cards he brings. Like well, who hurt you yeah. as a child to say Vader needs three more command cards? <laughs> Give him six more. Like just make it difficult to go. Which one pip do I want? There's four to choose from, and they're all amazing. So. I would like I, to see. I, I support as, this. Oh, I, <laughs> I would like to see, as you said, an updated car pack, and that includes maybe a little, a slight, uh, a slight update to maybe an updated Commander Luke. Uh, an update, missions updated hand. I, I was coming to that. I was coming to that. So missions and deployment and and conditions. That would be fun. Not now. I'd like something a bit more more dynamic as well, in terms of missions, uh, rather than just. Does this then? Does this then? So instead of everyone holding out for like intercept, holding it and going, oh, you've got, you know, someone's either going to rush central or not central. Central that'd be fine. Yeah, shifting priorities, as Alex has said. That, I, yeah, new missions would be awesome. And I have a, I have a, I have a sneaky suspicion that might be the case. And I think also the roadmap is going to show us what they're going to do in terms of new releases and then how they're going to release them and all sorts of stuff. So. We shall see what goes on. Ollie, what have you got? Um, I also would like to see just a standard heavy for Pathfinders. Oh yeah, not not um 
power orb this time. Yeah, it's because you, you I, I would like to be able to take three squads of Pathfinders with three different heavy weapons, or just, or even just being able to take a heavy weapon on the third squad should I choose it. Because you know, I mean, core units could all go Z sixes, they could all go iron guns, but Pathfinders who are meant to be some of the rebels' most elite fighters can't take a heavy. I think it would be the clever thing to do would be to allow uh, like Z sixes uh, or scout snipers, maybe to or the snipe like command rebel commando snipers to go into a commando squad. That would be that would be quite clever just to say this is now allowed in that unit. That sort of thing. That'd be cool. Uh, Alex, final word on any of this before we move on to the final bits? Uh, no, I'm just super excited for Mini Stravaganza. It's been too long since we've had news. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And it's all been from AMG about their new baby, which is Shoutpoint. And we've been sitting there like the, like not quite not quite as bad as a Marder and X-Wing maybe, but like the, uh, the, the children that are unwanted. But there we go. But uh, oh, it's all good. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I fully expect to see all the Discord blow up with all sorts of "Oh my God, I want this" sorts of stuff. Uh, and new battle forces as well. Some extra battle forces for the for for, for Rebels Republic and, um, and and the droids will be fun as well. I think I think Empire needs some more battle forces. We've not we've not had any for a while. No, I think they've they've been much they've been not they've been let down. I think they've, they've no one no one like no one loves the Empire uh, anymore. They're just a much maligned faction. <laughs> I can't, I can't say that seriously anymore. Um, coming up towards the end of the show, we've got one final feature thing to go on to. Um, uh, Alex, as you mentioned, you're from Arkansas. Uh, are you into American football? Uh, no, I know nothing about sports. Were you aware that we have done a Legion Football Charity League with ourselves and other content creators? Yeah, I, I'm aware of this brewing, brewing uh, feud with the Hillbillies from America. It's not. I wouldn't call it a feud as much as maybe like a friendly, friendly rivalry. So, just for a recap, so a few a few months ago, before the American football season, I reached reached out to many uh, content creator, predominantly based across the across the pond, um, from people's people uh, and people like from the Stabcast, people from the Fifth Trooper, people from the Eight One Eight, and all Bombard Generals. Uh, who else have we got? LJ, who basically runs the uh, uh, the the Discord, so we counted that as a as a content creator because that's that that takes a lot to manage, I imagine, uh, and and various others. And the idea is that as the American football season plays out, we would run a fantasy team, and the winners of that would have the others donate to their choice of charity. Now, my I play with everyone's playing in a in a, in a pair, so Ollie and Andy are part of team that's no moon and they're their own team sort of together and they're have you chosen your charity i can't remember if you chose your charity i think we were doing mcmillan cancer yes you were oh that's i it. thought we were doing dog shelter <laughs> no that's, if you were that, no no it's i think it's mcmillan yeah i think Andy, uh, ollie i think you're right then we're, uh, we're, myself we're there to donate not to take out of <laughs> we're donating to the charity not to not it's not a takeaway um uh, myself and uh, one of our patrons, patron supporters and friend of mine and show is um, uh, Matt Haslam. He and I are rooting for the Joshua Tarrant Trust uh, in the UK. And then there are other organizers, other like competitors uh, who have got other charities. And I will talk about them as the, as the American football season goes on. I'll briefly mention about what those charities are. But we had the first week of, of games this week. And 
uh, it's safe to say that my American football abilities uh, have uh, have somewhat mirrored my Legion football abilities, uh, Legion abilities recently, in that I picked a really bloody good team, and then they absolutely shit the bed. Um, and I lost my matchup because the way it works is your team does really well. Uh, you pick your team, and they're playing off against another person's team. And I was playing Evan Paul himself for uh, representing the fifth trooper, Doc Velo. And I got absolutely kicked. But and that's just the way it is. Uh, I look forward to the rest of the season. It's going to be fun um, and things. So um, I fully expect to be getting banter uh, galore. And as I, even as I talk, there's chat going on, the little private chat that we have. Um, how did you guys do? Because, Andy, this is your first time playing. And I did look at your score and went, son of a bitch. Oh, glad you know what my score means because I have no idea. <laughs> hang on. So, hang on. so you don't know what you did. Let me just hang on. Wait, wait, wait. So, no, I don't even know what's going on. It's not what did I, I did. It's like right. um, that I didn't realize there was games played this week. Yes, it started. Uh, I get notifications. It, it started last. It started on <laughs> Thursday. So this is how much like beginner's luck worked for you. So I, I'm an American football fan. I've followed it quite a bit, and I got so, and I, I picked some good players, and my team shit the bed. You. Didn't know who the hell you were picking and beat your matchup and you beat uh, Tim, uh, Stabcast Tim or many podcast Tim, Timitation Irish him. Uh, you beat him despite the fact that your quarterback who scores the majority of your points played four snaps of a game before his Achilles snapped. Another player went out and is now out for the season. In fact, two of your players are out for the season, mate. So good I luck with that. Three of them. Three of yeah. them are out. Actually, uh, and, then yeah. the, and then one and then someone was out of the game you didn't pick you didn't pick him Travis Kelsey and he's like one of the he's like the best tight end ever and he was out <coughs> and you didn't even pick a defense in your team as well and yet you still beat him 141 points to 132 yeah what the hell it's man just, uh, it's just because be- I know what I'm doing true I know what I'm doing true, man true beginner true beginner told you all, all the research that I've done to learn about American football um which is all of noir well, you're, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm equally confused, Andy. I, I see numbers go up, and they're like, "Oh, cool." Yeah, I, I've been told by many people that uh, someone's hurt their leg, and I'm like, "Okay, who is he?" And then yeah. I'm like, "Right, let's get rid of him." You, and, uh, your your uh, your quarterback's out for the season, having so I don't understand yeah, why it's saying that someone swapped someone for five dollars. When did we put 150 dollars into this? It's not like... real money. It's like, for example, uh, if there are free agent players, okay, people who players who are not picked for any team. So when you want to pick them, everyone bids a little bit for them, and the highest bid wins. I, it's like so when them, when does the bids take place? You can do that now. So I would suggest go and get Zach Wilson from New York Jets, since uh, pretty much he's probably going to be the only quarterback available. Uh, Ollie, just on your team, uh, let's just have a look at how you did, because you in uh, in another league you did quite well last year. Look and look at you going and getting two hundred forty four points uh, against uh, I think it's, I think I can't remember, it's not Seth, it's one of the other guys from eight one eight. I can't remember, but yeah, you you getting two hundred forty odd points um, by pure luck because many of your players went and absolutely smashed it. Because you had the Dallas defense that scores forty points. Mental, mental. Um, I, I, so, yeah. I was, I, I was as surprised. To be honest, like I, I went to bed and Haslam was beating me in our ten man league. In the other one, yeah. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, holy Christ! <laughs> Haslam too busy is crying at the moment because his team, his team got beat last night. Uh, when they, and they they're quite fancy to do things, but nah, there we go. Uh, and then, but he did. He did on my part. Uh, he did win his matchup against uh, Huntsman uh, of the fifty-two eighty, whose name escapes me. Um, he 
when it beat him. So I feel happy in life that my teammate won and I didn't. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm just worried about Andy for the rest of the season. <laughs> it's going to be because it's right it's that I, I I can't just trade Andy a quarterback, can I? No. So the the players. So to recap, though, the players I can't trade with Matt, and Matt can't trade with me, and you can't trade with Andy and or um, each other for players and things like that. Just to keep the purity of the of the competition. So. Um, yeah, you're gonna to have to see if you can trade away a few players or picks and things like that, and see what goes on uh, for the future. I mean, you might be able to trade with me, but whether you want any of my trash players, who knows? But there we go. But it's all no, for I, a good. I, I guess I can always just drop a quarterback, and then he can claim him. There would be that would be uh, one of the favorite phrases from America in 2020: collusion. That would be not allowed. Um, the I, I, I couldn't allow. Totally not allowed if we get uh, found out, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> given that you've just told me, mm, uh, yeah, there we go. But anyway, the reason this exists it's a, it's is because it's all strategy being, card. The, the reason this is, exists is because it's all uh, going to be for charity, uh, and so the team at the end of the season who wins uh, will get uh, will be um, will have uh, their the, the, the charity of choice. When it are having some money, and the currently the two top teams in the league are Andy's Dog Bank Banquet, which is Ollie's team's name, <laughs> uh, and and uh, the other team and the and and Stabcast Ben's team Enterprise Seventeen wins zero zero SB. But did you but so, did, did you see? That there's also another like LJ LJ's team name is Do You Hate Dogs? Question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The Andy eats dogs is spreading across the world, my friend. There so, are, Cuckles, uh, go on, Andy. You need you need to also extend the invite for the season to France and Poland and Germany. Get them all, all get the, their content creators involved in this uh, charity gig as well. I will. That'll be for next season. I think I can't do it. Yeah. You can't do it in mid season because it means redrafting all the players. And we know how long that draft took. How long that draft took. But yeah, we yep. get the next year. We try and do something um, as fun to get everyone involved as possible. But, but, um, but what we would really like players from the European nations to be doing is come up with the most creative and eats dogs list names. And yep. please do send them to the podcast um, because I would like to share them with the world. Uh, it's something interesting that I'm investigating into is getting us all like in email things. So maybe I should get like a, an Andy's dog name email at something like that. The, the, the one thing, the one thing that I'm most proud of is I think probably the last three or four things that Andy's had to write for the fifth trooper. He has had to include my list in there and he has had to be, he's had to make comments. I think the fifth trooper had to put in a thing saying, look, he doesn't actually eat dogs. Okay. We check. <laughs> so, who did they check with? Who did I, they check with? I don't know. I don't it wasn't know, me. It just every time I see it, and the fact that he's got to sit there and spend part of his free time writing about a list name that is solely derogatory to him, just 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 entertains me greatly. And he's just nodding his head quietly. There, it's quite fun. But anyway, I, we digress. Um, if you're interested in knowing more about the charities that we, that myself uh, and Matt and Andy and Ollie are representing, you can go to the Macmillan Cancer website uh, where you can find out more about the good work that they do. And if you're able to, you're more than welcome to donate to them on the side. And if this spreads any good news and donations to them, more the better. And from my part, you can go to uh, the Joshua Tarrant Trust, uh, which is uh, Joshua, yeah, Joshua And that is a charity specific for um, children with um, uh, brain, uh, brain, 
disease, uh, brain diseases and brain cancers and things, and you can donate to them should you are uh, be able to, if you're more than happy to. And as the episodes go on, we will talk about other charities like uh, the Trevor Project in America and other things that go on. Um, just because charity begins at home, you can, if you're able to, more than help, it helps people out. It's all a good thing in there. That's what we're trying to do. Um, wrapping up the show, we've talked about events. We've talked about that. Uh, our, a little, uh, we need to say Finn shenanigans mate from the stabcast podcast where you did your tier list absolute shenanigans uh he said that the england the british players are all quote shit um i'd like to just put out there and just say and where did you finish in the world compared to andy and ollie eh? obviously and, not to uh, me and lila and lila yeah uh, didn't, uh, and, I mean, and, didn't, and, and it was bombard generals didn't team bombard generals thank you sorry yeah um didn't Team G didn't Team UK outperform Team Germany? They, they did, and I know from uh, quotes from Finn that he holds Germans to a higher standard. Yep, and oh, <laughs> he must he must be he must have been real upset. Hopefully <laughs> they didn't. Uh, so yeah, so word on Bombard Generals from bringing in, bringing guests on because I, I bet it's been listening to your tier lists have been actually really good. Although I would like just to say it's Maggie, not fucking Becky, <laughs> and that's my one f bomb uh, for the show. Um, Maggie is the opposite name. Get it right. Um, and the other message I have out is Stabcast, continue doing your thing. Uh, I look forward to hearing some inaccurate information about my country again. Um, it's all part of fun. Um, but yeah, that's about it, really. That's the show done. Tom, anything left for you for to say? No, nope, nothing from me. Apart from... No, uh, oh, just one little word. Well done. Well done for letting us know when things pop up against us on our little thing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that just shows that I've got no... Uh, all I do is listen to podcasts on my... His audio is so buggered. <laughs> yeah, we get our little WhatsApp chat gets, hey, someone said this about us. It's fun. That sort of thing. So we should get to a podcast on there. Uh, Andy, anything for yourself? Yeah, you uh, forgot to ask me about events. So For what, sorry? Um, about events. Oh, did so, I? I apologise. Yeah, Um the week before uh, LGT, we've got the Milton Keynes tournament. Uh, tickets are on sale. Um, but I also had Christoph from Poland reach out to us um, to mention that there is a double store championship this weekend in Warsaw. Um, there, it is it's completely sold out, but they um, wanted a shout out. <laughs> Um, he says they're doing five games of straight Swiss um, with the first three games contributing to their Galaxy on Fire series um, the Galaxy on Fire series has one more event uh, planned before the top eight in the series then compete in a regular um, tournament to find out who the best player in Poland is uh, their World Open Qualifier which is being held in Gdansk in Poland good pronunciation, 7th... well done Thank you. Uh, on the 7th and 8th of October is um there's there's no limit on the amount of players they've got. They currently have 80 tickets sold. They're expecting to have over 100. Um, and they're going to have four rounds of Swiss with a top 16 cut. They also would love it if some of us can come over uh, from the UK. To, uh, well, anywhere, really. They would love it. They've, they've said that yep. they'd love it if we can come over to, to, to sp- like spread the international love. Uh, because they, one... Uh, they come over all the time, so it would only be fair. Two, uh, they're just really nice guys in general. So um, go and play some games with them because they're they're proper they're good guys. Uh, and that uh, and that uh, like especially Mickey, good good time with Mickey uh, in Germany drinking with him. Um, and if people want to contact you to talk about your events, uh, where could how can they find you? 
uh, grab us on Discord channels under AJST or on Facebook under Andrew Terrell. Uh, Tom, uh, I forgot to ask you how they can contact you and wh- what you can plug, please. I <laughs> sorry, I was typing. Um, I am on the Discord at Tom Smithy Smith, and you can find me on there or on YouTube.com forward slash at TNM Pod is the best place to find us, where we put videos up every week. Apart from this week, because we we have lives and we we needed to do things. <laughs> That's cool. If you are a painter and or hobbyist uh, and you want to talk to us about your your painting life and things and what you've done, reach out to us and let's know. I'd I'd love to have a chat with you and get you to see your stuff that you do. I know I'd like I know there's a few people I need to speak to and catch up with. Um, talk to you. Gilmore um, about your painting and um, yeah just let us know reach out to us show us what you've got terrain bottles whatever you've got um, Ollie you're next where can people find you uh, you can find me on the Legion Discord uh, CBT3 that's no moon um, as well as yeah just so that's no moon Discord if you're a Patreon pop me messages and I will endeavour to get back to you as quick as I can uh, life has been a little bit in the way recently so I am just getting back on track of sponsorship and whatnot. You can also message through our Facebook page and I will respond to messages there as well. When you say and whatnot, did you mean to say all that jazz? Uh, no, because I uh, I don't speak like you. That's my yeah, I can't help it. Uh, Alex, thank you for coming on the show. Have you had fun? Yeah, it was a real pleasure. Can't thank wait for next time. Thank you very much. No, yeah, no, bring it on, bring it on. And uh, <laughs> and as as has been said before, we are the funnest podcast uh, apparently. <laughs> Uh, God, thank you, Austin. I love that you said that because it's caused it, it caused a ruckus. I love it. Um, come on again, if people and if people want to find you, how can they get hold of you? If you want them to, that is. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm the only cupcake on the Legion Discord. Are you sure you're so, only cupcake hunter? I'm definitely the only cupcake hunter. <laughs> That's good. So cupcake hunter on Discord if there, and then uh, let us know. Keep us informed about things going in France, please, because um, it's. We want to know what's going on. Um, tune in in future episodes where we'll be having conversations with guys from Denmark and Holland, uh, De- the Netherlands, sorry. Um, and we'll find out more from those guys as well uh, because we are truly an international podcast. I'm currently in negotiations to talk to the guys from Australia, rounds up by C4, I think. Uh, so give it, uh, get, yeah, currently trying to figure out time zones and yeah time zones and things so oh, yeah it's gonna ha- love that it's, it's gonna happen either 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 us one of us or many of us can go on there and time zone wise or vice versa so it's gonna it, either one of us will be up really in the morning or really late at night <laughs> so that's good uh, alex it's been great having you on um i'm cockles faulkner i'm the one and only you can find me on facebook twitter instagram buying a house uh discord crying in a corner going i've lost all my money now because i bought a house that sort of stuff um reach out if you have any events to plug please let us know failing that please speak to please contact jeff porritt on facebook um and he can you can he can add your event to his google calendar which will go on legionevents.app and then you can get more people going and complete the circle all that stuff thank you very much for listening i've been cockles this is in that's no moon goodbye You've been listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. To keep up to date with us, please like and follow us on Facebook, That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and Instagram, That's No Moon podcast.